voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Our teens need more support and encouragement than ever before. We need to show them that there are so many accomplishments in their lives that are just waiting to be discovered. This is the Dr. Stem Show with Dr. Stem Malatini. We want teens today to feel valued in their schools, homes, and in the community. The Dr. Stem Show will give the voiceless a voice and the hopeless hope. Now, here is Dr. Stem. Good afternoon and welcome to the Dr. Stamp Show. Today's episode is titled Parenting Teens. As you all know, parenting teens is not an easy task. Quite often when our kids become teenagers, sometimes even as early as preteens, we notice a change that starts to occur in them and life just becomes more of a struggle with them. If you're a parent out there, you probably can relate to that. Sometimes it's the casual rolling of their eyes that they're not listening to you or they don't care that starts to happen or it might be that they have little attitudes that they're picking up on and sometimes it's the obvious distance that they put between us where they intentionally push us away and no longer want to share with us anything about their life at all and we just don't see it until it's right there in front of us and then we ask ourselves what happened and when did this happen as parents we often are left wondering how do i close the gap and back you know get back that good warm respectful relationship that i had with my teenager at times it seems hopeless but there's always hope and there are certainly ways to relate differently with our teenagers and build that relationship that you truly want today we have a special guest that is going to help us with that gap bridging that gap not only is she a parent herself but she is a well-known professional in the Orlando Florida area Timmy Potoski welcome to the program Thank you, Dr. Stem. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Thank you. Timmy is a certified family coach who specializes in working with parents and teenagers because I'm sure sometimes you just can't separate the parents from the teenagers. So her work, even though it's primarily with parents, she also has some work that she's doing with teenagers. After spending 20 years in the corporate world in the area of education and development, Timmy has spent the five past five years working with parents and teenagers through her successful program the workshops, retreats, as well as individual and group coaching with her private clients. She lives in the Orlando, Florida area with her husband and two of her three children. Her children are 13, 18, and 25 years old, which means she does have that first-hand experience in dealing with teenagers. Temi is also a community volunteer with several organizations in the Florida area that benefit with, from, you know, the teenagers, students, and families. She does have a passion for helping parents learn how to be the best parents that they can be and to have that relationship that they want with their children. 
she believes all parents can build that relationship they truly desire to have with their kids if they're willing to make the effort. I think I want to emphasize that if they're willing to make the effort, would you agree with that? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, given that you have done this work for years now, you know, tell me, I think all our audience out there are wondering, what is the most common concern that you have faced with the parents that come to you? Well, there are, there are a few common concerns that parents have. Um, one of the big concerns is when parents feel that their child is no longer sharing information with them, and they start to feel that distance growing between them, and yes. they don't like that feeling. You know, now... It's important to realize that part of that pulling away is natural because as teens develop, they look to find their own individuality, so that's normal. And But once our kids start pulling away, sometimes it's difficult to get that closeness back, but you can. You can. There are, there are ways that, that you can get that closeness back. There are other areas that parents are concerned about are sometimes the struggles that they encounter with their teens. Yeah. When, when nothing that they say as a parent seems to be significant to the teen, and yet if that teen turns around and a friend or even someone else's parent suggests the this, this same exact thing that, that you've been telling your teen, and all of a sudden it's like an epiphany to, to the teen, yes. uh, that can be very frustrating to parents. So parents do get frustrated, and they often throw their hands up in the air, and they give up for a while. But when we do that, that only leads to creating an even bigger divide between them. So now that's not to say that you should never give your kids the space that they want or the distance yes. they might need, but that kind of falls into that concern. There are a couple other concerns that seem to be very common with parents, and that's self-confidence in their teens, motivation yes. in their teens. And and one that I'm, I'm noticing and I'm hearing about more and more from parents is future planning. Um, to parents, many teens don't appear to be concerned about that. And I say, you know, don't appear to be concerned because quite often that's what the parent's perceiving. But for the most part, many teens are actually very concerned about their future plans, but sometimes it gets so daunting and it's such a big or major decision that they're coming up against that it's easier for the teens to kind of push it to the side, which makes it appear to the parents that the teen's not interested or concerned about their future when really they, they are. They're just struggling with that. You're right. It. And I don't think there's enough um, discussion uh, for the teens to be able to have those options or to know what options they have about the future. I agree with you. I agree. Um, so much emphasis right now is, is put on education and furthering your education. What are you going to do next? And, um, you know, there, there's this constant expectation that they should know exactly what they want to do. But yeah. when you think about it, you know, think back when, when we were teenagers. Yes. We didn't necessarily know exactly what we wanted to do. We may have an idea. We may have a, a focus on an area that, that we were interested in. But I think it's there, there are some kids that do know exactly what they want to do. But I think there's a tremendous amount of, of teenagers today that are unsure of exactly where they want to go. And quite frankly, that's why so many kids start college in one area and end up in another. And, and you know, the difference, too, is when we were growing up, education was emphasized where we all strived and wanted to get a bachelor's degree or a master's degree, and it was guaranteed that when you get that, you'll get a job. But it's right. not guaranteed today. Exactly. 
Exactly. So. There are so many kids coming. I hear this from a lot of parents yes. that their kids are now coming back home after college. Instead of being able to go out into the world and getting a job and getting started in their lives, they're ending up coming back home and just finding a local job because they can't find jobs within their their um, specialties. You're right. You're right. And you know, you were talking uh, mostly about the concerns that the parents have. One question that I had when you were explaining that I was thinking, is it because parents forget that these teenagers are going to grow from being a child to a teenager and there will be tantrums that will be thrown out there, they will be ignored and rules are going to be broken? Or is just that it's different or it catches you at a different time? Because I know you were a parent yourself. Yeah. Um I'm not sure I'm following what what you're asking. When 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 the teenager yeah when the teenagers start acting out, you mm-hmm. know, we're seeing the parents are now concerned about it. Right. So I'm I'm wondering whether is it because they are being caught off guard when these teenagers start all of a sudden not to listen to them, and not following the rules at home and not caring about what the parents are saying. Is it that the parents are not prepared? Um. Well, I I you know what I look at it this way. There are yeah. different stages of parenting, okay. and and and, and I, I I think that part of the problem comes in with with the way that that we parent. Um, mm-hmm. I, and and I want to preface this by saying that I I truly believe that most parents want what's best for their kids. Yes, but what many parents don't get is that their parenting style has to change as their kids change, and we have to parent differently as our children mature and they become their own person. So just like anything else, like I said, there are stages of parenting. Um, and let me, let me just explain what I'm talking about for, for a moment. When our children are very young, we okay. parent them as teachers. We teach them everything from how to feed themselves to how to walk, how to ride a bike. We have complete control over, over their very survival, basically. We really do when they're small. Then when they're a little older, I'd say around maybe six or seven years old, at that point, we shift our parenting to be that of, of what we call a manager. We still have complete control over their lives, but now they're in school and there are other influences, other adults that they depend on, mostly their teachers, but we still have that control because we manage all of their activities. We typically know who they're playing with. We meet the parents of the other children that they're playing with. We get involved in school functions or PTAs. We get to know their teachers and so on. So we may not be with them 100% of the time anymore, but we're still managing their, their daily activities. But then we get to the third stage. When they are around 12 years old and older, we then have to shift our parenting once again. And when we shift, we need to shift to parent them as a coach at this point because this is where we empower them to be independent, yet we as parents are still there to guide and support them as they learn and grow. Rather than being in the middle of things and controlling and managing what they do and, and what they're involved in. Um, so now it's not to say that at, once your child becomes 13, you become hands-off and they're off on their own. Uh, <laughs> what I'm talking about is that we also need to be aware of our behaviors and to realize when we need to step back because we need to do that gradually. We can't just go hands-off and, you know, you're off on your own. It has to be gradual. We all know our children. 
We know what they're capable of. We have to realize when our behavior may get in the way of letting them um, be a little more independent. So, for example, if your 13-year-old wants to go to a friend's house that they've been to before, we can let them do the planning and make the arrangements for for that event. We don't need to get in there and and make those plans for them. At 13, they should be able to do that. Now, as a parent, if you feel you need to confirm with the other child's parent, that's fine. But at some point, you'll need to step back from that too. You know, at, at 15 and 16, um, your child's really not going to appreciate you calling somebody else's parent to, to you know, check on plans. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you see the different stages, and I think that's part of it. Sometimes parents get stuck in, into that manager role. And, and they don't give their kids um, the flexibility or the empowerment to do things on their own. And that's um, quite often where, where you find some problems that, that occur. You explain that very, very well and succinct. And I'm wondering whether the parents, this is new information to most people that are hearing this today that, you know, you have three phases, as Tammy has explained, which means, you know, you parent, then you manage, and then you coach at some point your kids. And as she said, different parenting skills, there's no book on how to parent, you know, um, a, a certain way parents will be parenting different ways and I'm sure when we come back, uh, Tammy, we're going to take a quick break. We can discuss because I'm wondering whether some parents are stuck on that first phase of parenting even when the kids get to be 15, 16, 17 and they're still parents and they haven't shifted to management and coaching. So you can explain that to us and we'll have a, a discussion once we come back from this quick break. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and we'll discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. 
That's one 346 9141 If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmalatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. We are here today. The episode is Parenting Teens, and we have one of our experts. I can call you an expert, right, Tammy? You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> one of our experts, because she is an expert. She's been working with parents now for a while in the Orlando, Florida area and all over the world because she also does coaching over the phone. And that is Tammy Potoski that is on the phone with us. Tammy, you were going over the parenting phases, and I think I'll give you a little bit more time to dig a little bit more in depth about, you know, the parenting phases that the parents might be going through or struggling with and they're not aware of. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. As I, as I mentioned, um, you know, I'm talking about those three stages of parenting, the parent as teacher, and that's when, when, you know, they're, they're, they're toddlers, they're, they're, they're small children and, and we teach them everything and we have, you know, full control with them. Then we've got the parenting, the parenting as a manager, where we're managing their day-to-day activities. They may be in school um, during, throughout the day, but we're still managing everything for them. Then when we get to 12 and older, that's when we need to shift again as, as we parent. We need to shift into parenting them as a coach, giving them some empowerment so that they can be independent, yet we as parents are still there to guide and support them. Now, as we get into changing, like I had mentioned before, it's sometimes difficult for parents to realize that they're not changing as their child is changing and maturing. And sometimes parents get stuck in that manager role, and they want to continue uh, being involved and have some sort of control over their teens' lives. And those of us that have teens, we know that that's the last thing a teen wants is for their parent to be so involved in their lives. They want to feel that sense of independence. So giving them a little bit of independence to start with, have them make their own decisions and things like that is going to help empower them. And it also will let the parent gradually move into that role of coaching. Because as I say, it's not as soon as they're 12 or 13, it's hands off because you, again, we know our kids. We know what they can handle, what they can't handle. So giving them a little bit of leeway and seeing how they do with that is going to give us a gauge on how much freedom, how much independence that we can give them. Now, there are some areas that parents get stuck in. Mm-hmm. One of them is what we call the rescuer. And this, is, this is, would be, for example, the teen that always forgets their lunch. Okay, they forget their lunch. They send a message home, Mom, Dad, I forgot my lunch. Please drop it off. Well, if this happens once or twice throughout the year, you know, okay, you know, things happen. We get busy in the morning. If it's on a more regular basis and we continue to go drop that lunch off for them, are they learning to be independent? Because that's really the goal. As parents, for most of us, the goal is to raise independent successful, kind, caring individuals that can succeed in the world. And if we are continuously running their lunch over to the school because they forgot it, we're continuing to rescue. Okay, so that's just one example of rescuing. And you can be sure if your child forgets their lunch one day and you don't bring that lunch over to them, 
Kids' friends are wonderful. Kids' friends are very generous. Your child will not go hungry. And that's important to remember. And sometimes that's a really valuable lesson for some kids. And, and it may not be lunch. It may, maybe they forgot their, their gym sneakers or, you know, little things like that. But just that's one of those things to keep an eye out on. You know, you, you know. Um, let me just add on mm-hmm, something sure. there. Some parents have actually said to me, which I was amazed at, well, what if they get upset with me? Because now, <laughs> you know, I haven't brought... <laughs> so yeah. I, I, I think, you know, as a parent as well, we have to remember that they're going to get over it. They'll they get will. mad, yes. They will, and that's human nature is to get mad. But one thing to keep in mind is that every choice, and this is not just teens. This is every human being. Yes. Every choice that we make has a consequence. That consequence can be good or the consequence can be bad, depending on the choice that we make. So the choices that we make determine the consequence that we have to endure. So when we explain it to our children in that way, that we all make choices, this is the choice that you made, You, for example, if... If your child missed their curfew, you chose to come in 15 minutes late for your curfew. So now tomorrow you have to be in 15 minutes earlier than your curfew. Do you see what I'm saying? There are different consequences depending on the action that they take. And also, if I may add on that example, if that kid comes in 15 minutes late and you as a parent choose to say tomorrow, then that means you have to come in 15 minutes early and you don't or forget to hold them accountable for not coming in that 15 minutes early. That's also a choice that you have made. So next time, if that happens or tomorrow, if you think about it 30 minutes later and say, what time did you come in? And they said, well, I was here at eight. Well, and then you go, well, you we're supposed to be here at you know seven forty-five. That's not their problem because you were not able to follow through at that time. So it's not fair that now you confront them at eight thirty, thirty minutes later and said, "Well, why did you forget?" So I, I think it, it it's a two-way streak. That it we is. have to understand that. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely is. If we as parents uh, set a consequence, we have to we have yes. to follow through. That yes. is one of one of the the biggest miscommunications and confusing things for for teens is when parents don't follow through. If you're a parent that always follows through, your child knows exactly what to expect because you've set that expectation. If you're a parent that does not follow through, then the child does not take into account what you're saying because chances are you're not going to enforce it. You're not going to hold them accountable to what for what You've set the expectation because you've already set the expectation that you're not going to follow through. Well said. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, then there's the type of parent that's more more demanding or commanding. They want to boss their child all the time. You know, as you know, an opposite end of the the rescuer type of parent. This person is like a drill sergeant, and you know, teens don't want that either. You know, there's there's that happy medium, and that's where the parent as coach comes into play because if we're always bossing them around and, you know, the expectations are there, we're not leaving them the space to become independent and to do things on their own. And and between these two, with the the, the, the different stages, between these two, um, the rescuer and the, and the commanders, sometimes we end up 
becoming helicopter parents. I like and, that, Tam. Yeah. <laughs> the helicopter parents, a lot of people associate that term with, with parents of toddlers. But I did an interview on this over a year ago, last year, and the, the helicopter parents themselves are now, they're now seeing that into the college years. These are the parents that are always hovering, making sure everything is going right, making sure you, and this is amazing to me, is where you even have parents calling colleges to find out how their children are doing in school, contacting professors when there's a problem that needs to be addressed. See, these are the things that we're, we're not doing our teens any justice by jumping into these things. You're right. At the beginning of high school, it's okay, you know, in ninth grade, if there's a problem with a course and you want to contact the guidance counselor and find out what's going on or ask for a change and, and, and be an advocate for your, for your teen. But as they get older, by 11th grade, they should be able to handle those things on their own. You can talk it out with your teen so that they can, you know, know the proper channels to go through and how to approach a problem. And you could even say, if you'd like, you know, I can, I can follow up with your guidance counselor to make sure that, that they understand what you're asking for, but give them the opportunity to be the, that person to advocate for themselves. And like I said, we can always advocate for them. And it's important mm-hmm. that they know that we are there to support them, but it's important as they get older to teach them those skills. They are invaluable skills that these kids need to learn today and it's unfortunate that many times they don't have the opportunity to learn those skills you're right you're right tammy i'm thinking as you are speaking i'm thinking there are three things that i usually emphasize to my parents allowing their child to have responsibility Allowing their child to be accountable for their behavior. And most of all, as you've explained, independence to be, to let the teenager be an independent person. That means they allow them to a certain point to make the decisions to show them how mature or immature they are and start to work with them. Because most parents, I think they just come to a point where they say, well, you're only 15 years old, so you can tell me, you know, that you can do this or you can tell me that I can let you do such and such. When at 15 years old, they are starting to want to learn how do do I become independent? How do I start being accountable and responsible for what it is that I make a choice for? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's so critical because if we don't give them the space to, to try things and fail, when are they going to do that? We certainly don't want them to do that when, when they're, you know, all grown up and living on their own. The time to try things and to fail is when they have the support system of us as their parents there that can help them through it. Because if we, if we don't let them try things and fail as teenagers, when they're in their 20s and on their own, what, they're going to feel that they're a failure and what is that going to do to their self-esteem at that point? It's much right. better to, to have them try and fail as teenagers where they've got that support in place rather than when they're off and on their own and, and they don't want to share that with anybody because they're embarrassed that they failed at something. Um, and at the same time, parents might be really surprised at what their kids can do. There are so many parents that I work with that they don't, 
they don't expect their kids to do as well as they do. Yes. And then they let their kids try something, and they are so pleasantly surprised at how capable our kids are. And it is at that time that I want to say, see, it was your fears and not your teenager doing well. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Yes, you're exactly right. And and oftentimes that's what it is. It's the the parent that, that really can't let go. And, you know, as a parent myself, that is hard sometimes. Yes. That's really yes. hard. But, yes. you know, it, it's important for our kids and, and for their development to, to be able to do that. And that's one of the things that I work a lot with parents on. And here, the Dr. Stem Show, that is the reason why we have this show out there for you each and every Tuesday, because we know and we understand that it is hard, 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 hard for you to be able to parent your children satisfactory enough that your teenager is happy, you are happy, and everybody is happy. That's why today we have a special guest, Tammy Potoski, who is the CEO and founder of Family Solutions, I love that name, Family Solutions, and their goal at Family Solutions is keeping the parents and teenagers connected. When we come back from this quick break, Tammy will tell us how she works with the parents in the Orlando area as well as around the world. We will be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Tune in every week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further, with host Desiree Watson. Our program empowers you to incorporate a wellness lifestyle into your life, supported by a diverse selection of guests, including physicians, athletes, and education and government professionals, while helping you realize the connection between mind body and spirit you'll achieve a personal edge in injury avoidance stress management and personal development the wellness lounge a step further airs mondays at 9 a.m eastern time 6 a.m pacific time on voice america empowerment what if you were willing to be controversial choosing kindness instead of judgment willing to stand out from the crowd being a leader in creating a new reality Even if others don't follow, you can make a difference. Start by tuning in to the value of controversy. Each week, our hosts will bring you the tools to help create the world that you want to live in and explore what's possible when you choose from the controversy of consciousness. Listen for the value of controversy every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmalatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
As I said, we do have a guest today, Tammy Potoski, who's talking to us about parenting teens. And Tammy, before we went on break, we were talking about how Family Solutions helps the parents and the teenagers in your program. Yes, yes. Um, and, and as you mentioned earlier, Dr. Stem, I, I work with people from all over the country. Uh, if a parent is, or a teen is local, I can meet with them in person. If not, I do a lot of my work over the phone or via Skype. So we, what I typically do is we, we meet on a regular basis. We determine where the parent currently is in the relationship. We identify where they want to be. And then we map out a path of how we get there. And this can, uh, you know, consist of, of very different things. Uh, it can consist of uh, meetings, just talking things out, various resources that I can offer, uh, assessments so that the parents can, can identify and kind of become more aware of the way that they do things. Um, and, you know, and that's all part of, of how we get to that relationship that they really want. Uh, and then together we make sure that the parents make in progress. We dig deeper when the challenges require us to, and we also celebrate those wins that occur because that does happen quite often, and it's it's wonderful to see when that happens. Um, and and those that's pretty much how it goes. Now, as far as teens go, yes, I I have worked with teens. I've worked with teens for the past five years, and when I work with teens. It's always great, and I've enjoyed that work so much. But I came to the point where realizing that when I work with teens, the changes don't really affect the parents as much as if I'm working with the parent directly. So that's what I typically do now. I work with the parent directly, and with some of the the changes that the parent makes, it is just such a cascading effect to the teen and actually the rest of the family, it -hmm. makes such a huge difference that most times it's not even necessary for me to work with the teen once I've worked with the parent. So that's, you know, that's just incredible when when I see that happen and when parents come back to me and they share their success stories with me. So that's the work, um, you, you do coaching, right? So that's parent coaching. Yes, yes, parent coaching and I, and I have, a, you know, a program uh, that I work with parents on. Okay, and how can they get in touch with you for that program? Uh, they can email me. They can email me at coach at teencoachtammy.com or they can coach. call me and my number is 407-312-8521. Or they can visit my website also, which is teencoachtammy.com. Now, I know every parent out there is wondering, what can I do to improve my relationship with my teenager? Any hints, tips that you can give to them, Tammy, today? Uh, yeah. In fact, um, one, one thing I'll, I'll talk a little bit about are what we call connecting and disconnecting behaviors that we exhibit. Mm-hmm. And... Dr. William Glasser and Dr. Stem, I don't know, um, you may be familiar with his work, but Dr. Glasser outlined a list of behaviors that we exhibit in what's considered external control, and that's when we use different behaviors to try to control the behaviors of others. Mm-hmm. So you can think about it like this. If you ask yourself, you know, how do you feel when someone's trying to control you? You know, what is our thought process? And what do we say to ourselves? What do our kids say when 
you know, they hear us trying to, to control them? Do they say, hey, this is great. If mom wants me to do this, well, by golly, that's what I'm going to do. You know, that, that would be very rare. It does happen on occasion, I will say, but it's rare. Or does the teen say, you know what, she can't tell me what to do, and because she's telling me to do this, now I'm going to go and do that. Okay, so I don't know about you, but when I first learned about these behaviors, it was so eye-opening when I realized it. You know, yes. some and and some of the dis- the disconnecting behaviors um, that are nagging, blaming, criticizing, complaining, threatening, punishing, and even bribing or rewarding somebody for control to control them in some way. But then when we switch those kinds of the, the disconnecting behaviors to be more connecting behaviors, now the yes. connecting behaviors would be supporting, encouraging, listening, accepting, trusting, respecting, and negotiating differences. So when we switch over from the disconnecting behaviors over to the more connecting behaviors, we have a whole new relationship that appears with our kids. Mm-hmm. And, and with others, because a lot of times that's pretty much what happens in relationships, is when we try to control somebody else, that's where the problems begin. And I think that the reason why most parents might be fearful of crossing over from the disconnecting to the connecting is... It feels as if you've given up authority. Mm-hmm. It feels as if you've given up the power and now your teenager is in control. That's how it feels like. But ultimately, the big picture is you're actually connecting with your teenager. You're actually having that relationship that you want with your teenager. So it's not about a power struggle at all, which I think is the mistake that most parents put it as, you know, this is a power struggle. If I do that, then that means I've given in to my teenager. But all you're doing is you're actually connecting with your teenager. Exactly. Yes. exactly. You are exactly right, and, and that's, that's the perfect way to look at it. Um, and, and it's important to realize that, you know, as parents, we typically fall back on what we know. Now, there yes. are instances where, you know, some people didn't have such a great childhood and, and they're able to turn that around. But more often than not, we, we fall back on what we know, especially in moments of, of anger or frustration, when we're angry and frustrated, we tend to kind of block out everything that makes sense, you know, as far as being calm and rational, and we just go on autopilot. And when we do that, for most people, we end up using disconnecting behaviors. So what I like about this is the a few or even a lot of terms today that Tammy is discussing with us that will be helpful for every parent out there to be able to connect with your teenager. And Tammy has been gracious enough today that at the end of this show, you can email her or call her at that number, 407-312-8521, or email at coach at teen coach, Tammy. Right. Dot com? Yes. Okay. Coach at teencoachtemmy.com and get the list of all the tips 
that she's giving out in this program today because if you didn't have your pen at the, at the beginning of this show, you're probably going, Oh my, what did she say? And how did she say the disconnect and connecting, you know, terms are again? Don't worry about that because Tammy will be able to email you and give you that list and all those lists as well as more information at the end of this show. That is coach at teencoachtammy.com. Tammy. Tell me about your work with the parents that you have done so far. Okay. My my work with parents, it's multifaceted and it's very beneficial. I have several programs that I offer, including the six-week program that I'll talk about. Um, but my most popular program is a, it's a 12-session parent program. And, okay. and parents that call will say, oh, 12 sessions, wow, you know, I need help now. I, I want my kid fixed, but... You know, it's important to remember that the relationship didn't get this way in a week or even a month. Yes. A habit takes at least 21 days to be formed. Mm-hmm. And what I do is I teach parents and support parents in their journey to have the best relationship possible with their kids. They, are, they start seeing results right away, which is great, because, yeah. you know, even though it's a 12-session program, during that program, they they are jumping right in right from the start and seeing change immediately and it's amazing how changing just a few things can have such a huge impact on the relationship and their overall family environment Mm -hmm. so aside from teaching parents new skills and providing additional resources for them i also provide support along that journey i'm very careful not to tell parents you know about their child because as parents we know our kids best we are the experts in our kids so i work with the parents first, like I mentioned before, so that they see the dynamic and I show them different ways that they can relate to their teens. Um, And and I do need to point out that I I will work even with preteens. This is very beneficial. And even if the kids are are young adults, the program that I use works. So it's not just teenagers. So it's really important that that parents know that. Um, I do have some parents that I work with, their kids are, are grown, and it's just a way to kind of bring that together. So, you know, my point is that most times I don't even have to work with the teen because, like I said earlier, the, the changes that the parents implement, it cascades down to the kids and the rest of the family. And it, it really is, I can't even express this enough, it's just an incredible feeling when you see such positive change occurring and you see the difference in people. They're more relaxed. Their stress levels you know, have, have gone way down because their family is, which family is the most important, you know, aspect of our lives for, mm-hmm. for most of us. Um, you know, when you see that, that harmony uh, within the family and you just can see the difference in the parent's face, that it's, that's why I do what I do. And, you know, what I like about that is preparation is key. And education is power are the two phrases that I can emphasize the work that Tammy is doing. Because preparation in the sense that when you start working with your preteen, when, when it, you know, your child is still a preteen, you're preparing for those years that are coming, forthcoming as a teenager. Because you know what's coming, the teenager knows what's coming. That way both of you are prepared, even though for the teenagers you can forget it. They can prepare, but the influence that they will be around will probably mostly influence their behavior 
once they get to that stage. But for you as a parent, it's good to have that toolbox, those tools on how do I handle my child when they're in their preteens and or as a teenager. And education, I say, is power. I like the uh, 12 session parent groups um, that, that she does because then it gives you more time to be able to assess your particular way of parenting, which as Tammy says at the beginning of the show, it's all individualized. We are all different individuals. So our parenting skills will be different for each parent. Therefore, you need that time to look at yourself as a person. How did you grow up? How were you raised? And how are you raising your child now? Because all of that will impact the way that your teenager comes out. So what we'll do is we will take another quick break. And when we come back, we will continue on the last segment of this interesting and eye-opening session that we've had with Temi Potoski, who is the founder and CEO of Family Solutions, keeping parents and teenagers connected in the Orlando, Florida area in the USA. We will be right back. your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here. Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to the Dr. Stem Show. To reach Dr. Stem or her guest, please call into the show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you prefer, you may send an email to drstemmalatini at yahoo.com. Now, back to this week's show. We are talking today about parenting teens with our guest, Temi Potoski. Temi, we were talking about your work that you have done recently with the parents. And um, just in summary, I like that 12-session parent program that you have, as well as a four-week program. Did you talk a little bit about that, the four-week program? Um, it's actually a six-week program. And oh, six, the six-week program... Um, it, it goes into more depth than, than what we're talking about today, obviously. That okay. is also um, a program that is done over the phone uh, with groups. So it's a group program. I'll be starting one of those programs um, in June. In the middle of June, that program will start. Um, it'll, like I said, it'll be a six-week program over the phone, so parents can participate from anywhere. Um, and we'll dig deeper into some of the things that we've talked about today. Uh, I record all of those calls so that if you're away on vacation or if you have to miss a week for any reason, you can still participate and not miss anything. Um, so, so that's the the Jumpstart Parenting Program. Uh, so this program. is a six weeks program that has other parents participating as well. Yes, and the nice Excellent. thing about that for parents is that 
they get to hear a little bit from other parents. Yes. And in a and this is all you know, it's all confidential. So they get to, you know, hear some of the stories that other parents are experiencing with their teens. And I don't know, there's just something comforting about knowing that it's not just me. I'm not the only one that's having this problem with my teen. And it really makes for a great dynamic within the the, um, confines of of the program. And, you know, people just come together and they start sharing. And it's, it's, Again, one of those things that is so beneficial uh, to to parents to to be a part of. Now, is this over the phone, Skype, video conferencing? How does this happen for parents that are wondering out there? Mm-hmm. This is done over the phone. So all they have, all all they need is a phone. They can just call in, dial into the call, and it's like a big conference call that um, you know people are on, and we go through the program. They get. The materials, you know, I include the materials that they need. They'll they'll get those sent to them, and they just, you know, get on the call. And like I said, you know, it, I'm going to do it in summertime. So if people are concerned about being away on vacation for a week or so, they can get the recording and not miss anything. Oh, that's excellent. And this is a great program for parents that are working and never have time to go into the office and see someone about their coaching or getting help with their teenager. Right, definitely. Definitely, yeah, t- and that's that's typically the the parents that that I I get on on this program is that the person that's working they don't have a lot of time to come see me, you know, to physically come see me, or they're out of state. I have a lot of clients that are not even in Florida, so I've got clients from all across the country. So it's um it's very doable. Now, I know I'm a therapist, and there are parents out there that are wondering, is coaching the same as therapy? No. I, in fact, that's a great question, and I, <laughs> and I, and I do get that question quite right? often. Yeah. Um, you know, it's important to note that, that I am not a mental health specialist. Okay. There are certain ethics and boundaries that I am um, obliged to, to, to abide by, and if somebody comes to me and upon our first consultation of talking with them, if if I identify anything that would be a mental health issue, then I will typically refer them to a mental health therapist or counselor, such as yourself. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah because yeah. there's always that confusion, you know. There, oh, yeah. I don't want to go on the, to therapy, you know, for my kid. It's just problems that I'm having. So it's excellent that we now have coaches that are willing to do this work instead of um, doing therapeutic work. Yes, and and you know what? That that's another great point, Doctor Stem. So yes. many people, um, and and I'm not sure why, because mm-hmm. I think therapy is so beneficial. But yes. there's a stigma for some people. Yes, ar- it is around yes. the term therapy or counseling and yes. so then you know that they will look for something else and coaching is a viable option for for most people you know as long as they're not having mental health issues um coaching is can be very very effective 
And that's what most parents need after the therapeutic part. They need that extra jump in extra holding hand or coaching per se. So this is a great program. I just wanted to make sure that people are aware of what the difference is Mm -hmm. so that you may not think, oh, I'm going for counseling. I don't want to do counseling over the phone, but it is coaching and that's different and it's very beneficial to do at any time and place. And that's why it's, it's really a good program because you don't have to worry about going and sitting down with Tammy in Orlando, Florida, which would be good to be. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. The weather is beautiful here. Oh, but at the same then. time, the, the it is a program. It is yes. a program. It is not therapy where I'm sitting and talking to you from week to week. So, you know, it, it's an actual program where we are actually making, you know, strides and accomplishing um, a different topic each time. Excellent. Now, just to wrap things up, I don't want this conversation to end. It's going so well, and I'm sure that a lot of parents out there today, you have get, you know, gained a lot of information. What are some tips that you can give our listeners today that might be struggling with their teenagers? Okay. Um, you know what? I have, I have three tips that I'll share with people before we finish up today. Okay. All right? The first one is to listen. In fact, somebody shared this with me, um, that we have two ears and one mouth. So we should do twice as much listening than we do talking. So if we keep our mouth shut and our ears open, we'll build a much stronger relationship by not trying to always fix the problems or come up with solutions that our our teens talk to us about. Um, Sometimes our teens just need to talk to somebody about it. They don't necessarily, they're not necessarily asking us to fix the problem or to give them a solution. Sometimes they just need to talk. Yes. So, you know, when they, when they talk to us, instead of jumping right in and saying, oh, well, you know, you should do this or, or well, you know, why don't you try that? Ask, just ask them, is there anything I can do to help you with this situation? It's as simple as that. Listen and then just ask if you can you know, offer any assistance or support. The second tip is to focus on the qualities of your team. So many times, you know, I'll get parents that will call me, oh, my child does this, my child does that. Um, We focus on the negative. And I guess that's part of human nature, you know, that we focus on the negative at times. But really, focus on the qualities of your team, not the negative things that they do. Acknowledge the positive qualities versus those negatives. You can even say to your team um, something like, uh, I, I really admire how hard you've worked on that project. You did a great job on it. I hope you're proud of your accomplishment. Mm. You know, something like that. Um, and, and I'm, I'm going to throw a little extra thing in there, that, you know, about the word proud. You know, okay. Quite often we say, oh, I'm so proud of you. When we say, I'm so proud of you, we're really talking about ourselves. You know, I'm proud that my child did well. Yes. Well, let's turn that around. You know, I want to tell my child, I hope you're proud of your accomplishment because you're the one that did it. That did it. Okay. Tammy, 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 it's been so good having you as a guest today. And what I usually do is I always extend an offer to the guests that I know that have contributed a lot of information that needs to be expanded and to be shared again. So I'll extend that invitation for you. We will be coming back with Tammy at some point during our you know, production. I want to thank you so much for this session that you've given us. Once again, Tammy is from Family Solutions, and their goal is 
keeping parents and teenagers connected. Thank you for being our guest today, Tammy. Thank you so much, Dr. Stem. It's been a pleasure to be here, and I just want to also let your listeners know that I will offer a special discount on the six-week program that's coming up in June if they email me at coach at teencoachtammy.com and give me the code word Dr. Stem, and I'll know to give them that discount. Perfect, and you can get in touch with Tammy at coach at teencoachtammy.com. Coach at teencoachtammy.com. Once again, I want to remind all the listeners out there that I have a brand new book that will outline some of the things that we talked about today as well as more things. It's called 47 and a half things that you can say to your teens and how to say them. Until we meet again next time, thank you for listening to the Dr. Stem Show. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Stem Show. Please join us next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, and 9 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another enlightening show. Have a terrific week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.